beautiful listeners, welcome to Nina's Potty. What do we do while on the potty? Well, we think, we dump, we flush our waste away. So sit with me on this potty and hear me dump my thoughts and flush my wasteful thoughts and feelings away. I talk about life experiences, mental health, and relationships, all with a pinch of comedic spice. I'm on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays at, uh, whatever time I want a podcast. Let's get started. Hello, hello, my beautiful listeners. Um, sorry, I don't know what that was. I'm feeling a little bit tired because I'm recording this podcast pretty late all day today I was busy buying Christmas presents and I had a headache and I got tired and then I had to broadcast on my other pro- other platform excuse me um I had to broadcast on my other platform and now I'm here talking to you guys I'm laying down <laughs> you can hear me shifting <laughs> I'm laying down cuddled up with my cat my cat's name Mr. Gus do y'all ever talk to your cats or to your animals like they're babies? Like, my cat's name is Gus. He's got like four or five nicknames. Honey Bale, Gussie, Gussie Bale, Gussie, my widow baby. You know, it's funny how we change our voice when we talk to our animals. My little baby, little baby, the baby. He's spoiled. <laughs> Guys, today's topic is relationships. Brown chicka, brown cow. The good, the bad, and the ugly. I think I have more bad than good and ugly. I've got I've got a big ugly too. But all right, my experiences with relationships. Um, I was not allowed to have a boyfriend in high school, you know, which is pretty reasonable now that I'm older. I can understand why. But when I was in high school, my mother was very overprotective of me and she didn't let me, you know, talk or hang out with any boys, pretty much in fear that I was going to get pregnant. I mean, I guess it worked because look at me now. I ain't got no babies and I ain't got no husband either. So, but yeah, when I was in high school, I didn't really have any boyfriends. I had guys that liked me. They all liked me, but they couldn't do anything about it. Also because my brother-in-law was their football coach. So they really, really couldn't do anything about it. Um, so coming back, like coming back, what am I talking about? Guys, it's late, so I'm sorry if I'm not making sense. So, no boyfriends in high school. But I guess that's why I have all these relationships now that I'm older. (laughs) But I have all these relationships because I'm just, like, so desperate to find the one. Um, I guess I was around... 19 or 20 no I was 20 when I had a pretty serious relationship with this guy (laughs) he was a marine you know 
guys in uniforms. Sounds pretty good, huh? It was. He looked good, too. Not now. I mean, he's all fat and everything. Sorry. Don't mean to be judgmental. But he is, okay? I'm sorry. I actually look better than him. I'm sorry. But he was stationed out in North Carolina. And so we never really got to see each other much. I mean, he's from my hometown. But we met on Facebook. He found me, actually. Um, he's stationed in North Carolina... So the relationship started um, when we hadn't even met each other in real life yet. So it had been an on and off long distance relationship for about two and a half years, maybe two years. On and off because we, you know, it was so hard to trust each other being that we were so far away. The trust just wasn't there. I mean, I was young. I was 20 years old. I was not ready to even think about having a serious relationship. I was in college. But we were together. And he was very overprotective and very territorial. He told me what to do and how to do it. Told me what to say and how to say it. How to dress. So because we were living apart from each other, he had me send him pictures of what I was wearing, you know, to dinner with friends or to go out. And he was just like, yeah, I don't like it. You're showing too much shoulder. You know, it's a it's a two inch strap. It's a blouse, basically, with no sleeves. And I couldn't wear that. And, you know, just different scenarios like that. I couldn't, I couldn't do, I couldn't be me. And he didn't let me be friends with certain people. And, you know, the the friends that I did have, he would, he would comment on messages that I would comment on and make fun of them. Like calling one of my friends who is obese, but he's a good guy calling him a a fat ass you know and i'm just like you don't even know him what 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 is your deal disrespecting my friends you know it, it was just it was just pure idiocracy from him um he was mentally abusive he was emotionally abusive um it only got physical once, one time, and he did make me bleed. He cut my hand, and he made me bleed, and that was when I was really scared. But you know how when they say, you know, if you're being abused, just walk away. Get up and walk away. Well, to you guys who have not experienced what I've experienced, and there are plenty of people out there, men and women, who have experienced worse forms of domestic abuse. It's hard to leave. It's very hard to leave. It's hard to get up and leave because you're scared. You're scared that that person is going to, you know, essentially blackmail you. You're scared that that person is going to find you. 
You're scared that that person is, is even going to leave you. I was scared that he was going to leave me because I didn't want to be alone. Because I was so convinced that no one else is going to love me the way that he loves me. And, you know, two years of that abuse, I had to end it. I was just like, this is really making me lose my mind. He was the reason why I had gone into a mental facility in the first place. Because he was just so abusive. He would just get into my mind and I could not take it anymore. I was not myself. So I had to check into a mental hospital. Because I wanted to kill myself. (laughs) I just was not worth it for him I was not worth it for anybody I was not good enough for him I was if I wasn't good enough for good enough for him I wasn't going to be good enough for anybody so he made me feel that way and then after I got out of the hospital about a month later I pretty much just got the courage and I broke up with him But he became even more abusive. He was just making fun of me and just sending me pictures of the women that he's sleeping with. You know, those women were naked. He sent me pictures of those women. Like, that's that's harassment. That's I could have reported it, but nobody believed me. Like, I would tell his friend this, you know. I'd be like, he's sending me pictures of this girl naked. Can you please let her know? about what's going on and he's just like and then she was just like I don't believe you he would never do that well great (laughs) I feel completely helpless anything I say no one's ever going to believe because he's he has people convinced that he's this great and amazing guy it it was really hard to go through that I'm so glad that I got myself out of it. If you're experiencing any kind of domestic abuse, please find help. You can make a report. Do it anonymously. But you need to get yourself out of that situation because it, it's, it's going to be to be worse than it already is. I know there's a lot of men out there. There's a lot of women who are going through domestic abuse. That's even ten times worse than mine. I can't even imagine what's going through their heads or how scared they are. But I just hope that they can turn to some kind of help. (laughs) That That they can talk to somebody about what they're going through. Because even somebody grabbing your arm and pushing you down onto the floor somebody telling you that they hate you that you're not good enough telling somebody telling you you can't wear this you can't wear that that's all forms of abuse they don't really love you you think that they love you but really they just want to control you That's how they get their power. By that con- being by controlling other people. 
all they really are are just weak, weak individuals. So that's pretty much where my, the, you know, the whole mental abuse and I guess you can say mental scars started was with him. And it really hurt me in the future relationship-wise because I was very defensive and I couldn't trust anybody. Anybody that I feel liked me, excuse me, you know, didn't really like me. I was always defensive about everything. Excuse me. Sorry if you can hear some purring in the background. That's my cat. (laughs) He's laying down right next to me. Trying to figure out what, who I'm talking to. <laughs> he thinks I'm talking to him. I'm talking to you, my baby. <laughs> um, you know, I I always hoped and prayed that I would find the one that I'd find somebody that was going to love me for me. Always, ever since I was a little girl. And I see all of my friends getting married and having children and it really makes me feel like I'm not good enough for any of these things. You know, like this should have happened to me years ago and it's not happening and it's never going to happen. I, it had gotten so bad that whenever I'd see my friends, you know, getting engaged and they post it on Facebook, uh, done, unfriend you, I'm gonna block you because I don't want to see how happy you are because I'm completely and utterly depressed that I don't have anybody. I'm depressed because I made the mistake by letting my future go. Now that Marine, I could have up and married him in, in a court. I could have gone up and not even, you know, had a real wedding. Just go up to the court, sign some papers, done. And I was married. I could have done that at 21. And I would have been stuck probably with two or three kids with a man who doesn't really even love me, who just wants to own me. I could have been completely miserable, more miserable than I am right now. So, in a sense, I'm happy that I let that go, but I could have had that future. But would I really have wanted that future? I look at myself now, and no offense to those who have children, but I feel like if you have children at a young age... You know, you're giving up your 20s. You're giving up all the fun that you could have. I've had so much fun. I'm 29. I got to experience so many things, go to so many places. I've I've had so much fun. And I feel like, you know, maybe being married and having kids would have held me back from a lot of this, from a lot of these experiences. But I'm happy that I didn't make that move because I would have 
been worse off with him. So, I think about it now, and, you know, a lot of my younger friends, they, you know, they may whine, oh, I'm so lonely, no one's going to love me, I'm never going to find the one, you're too young, kid, you're 25 years old, you're too young, focus on yourself, focus on your future, don't focus on finding someone. Let it happen to you. All of my greatest relationships have happened when I wasn't looking for that person. Yep. That guy, I wasn't looking for anything, but he found me. And we had some good times. We had some really good times. I got to travel. I got to experience things I never experienced. You know, we had good times, but more bad times than the good. But I I get myself into a lot of long-distance relationships. It always happens to be that that one person that is supposed to be yours is so far away. And you have to work for it. You have to stay committed. You have to stay focused on him. You have to set goals to see him. That's what I think is... Is waiting for me. That one person that I have to work for. I've, I've, I've been in love. And I've faked love. And I've fallen out of love. And, you know, there are different types of love. I, yeah, there are different types of love. There's that love that, you know, you care about that person so much. There's that love, you know, I love you, you're my friend, I love you. There's that love where you're just completely infatuated head over heels goo goo gaga all the cutesy little things but the love that i'm experiencing right now is a different kind of love i i'm older now (laughs) so i'm experiencing this different kind of love that i think is the love that makes you realize that This is the one that God put on earth for you. This is the one that you've been waiting for. (laughs) This is the one that was sent to you and you didn't even realize it. Like it just happened. Boom. There it was. That attraction. This kind of love is like, I adore this person so much. Like, I've never really wanted to just grab that person's face and just look them in the eyes and just tell them, I love you. Like, to wrap them in my arms and just to, like, bury my my face into their neck and just inhale them, you know? 
Like, this is a different kind of love. Not like the 20-year-old head over heels will do anything for you. Oh my god, I'm hypnotized kind of love. It's a it's a smart kind of love, I guess I can say. It's a, I have goals set that will lead me to you. I have goals to where I want to get my life together to be with you. I want to do life with you. <laughs> That's the kind of love that I'm in right now. And I don't know how many different kind of kinds of love there are, but this I feel like this is the kind of love where this is the the final stage kind of love. Like you're gonna find that one. Like this is going to be the one kind of love. But I don't know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying this is the kind of love that I'm in right now. But the catch is that I've never met this person. (laughs) I've talked to him on the phone, FaceTime and whatnot. But I've never actually felt him and touched him. And I've never shook his hand before. (laughs) It's going to be weird. Like... Or it is weird. Some people are probably thinking, how can you love somebody and you've never even met them? Well, you know, he had me at hello. He had me at his personality, really. His personality and the way he carried himself and, you know, his his thoughts on life. That is the person that I'm supposed to end up with. But my message to you guys who are listening and thinking, I'm never going to find the one. You will. You just need to stop looking. Stop crying about it. Stop complaining about it. Stop living your life just to find the one. Just worry about yourself. The one is going to come to you when you least expect it. Heck, that the one could come to you when you're doing and you're something that you just absolutely love. You know, for example, if you love cutting hair, you're worried so much about finding the one and somebody just comes and sits at your chair and you're talking to them and you just get that that you get that <laughs> you get that attraction i'm sorry i couldn't say that you get that attraction boom you weren't even looking for it that's the one or you know you're at church you're participating at church and you just look over your shoulder and you instantly connect with that one person you look at them and boom that's the one you both enjoy going to church right there there you go and you didn't even know it You just need to have your heart open and not be so closed off. Yeah, because that's pretty much a sense. You know, that's a sense. Almost like a sixth sense. Where people can sense how amazing you are and how much of an open person you are. Or, you know, we can sense... If you're closed off and reserved and you want nothing to do with anybody. I think that's what I've gotten out of life when it comes to relationships. 
you want to you want to find somebody who knows you inside and out inside and out and can sense all the bad in you can sense all the good in you but in the end still loves the heck out of you I you know I've told you guys my deepest darkest feelings and you know the one thing that I never really wanted to open up to people about I, I I've, I've told you guys about on Monday and I've told him about too and I think he still loves me <laughs> I mean he's still there he's still talking to me You know, that's the kind of person you need in your life. That's the kind of person that you want in your life. That's the kind of person that you don't want to push away. And I've pushed him away a lot. Because I can't believe how good it is. It's almost like a too good to be true. That's what it is. It's a too good to be true kind of situation where you're you're just so amazing. You love me for who I am. You don't really love me. I'm going to push you away. I'm going to push you away, but I want you to end it. I'm not going to end it because I want you to be at fault. <laughs> but like all of the things that I do, all the things that I say like that, you know, when I push him away, it's because I'm so, it's because I cannot believe the kind of love and support that I'm getting from a, from a man who, who's never even met me face to face. I'm getting support and love from a man who I've never even hugged or touched Like, isn't that amazing? Isn't that just mind-boggling? And I don't want to push him away. I don't mean to. I'm just so taken aback by how amazing he is. How much of a special human being he, he really is. And I'm going to keep working hard to keep him because I ain't going to let no, no, no bitches take him from me. Mm -mm. Ain't no other bitch going to take him because he's all mine. I found him. I ain't going to let him go. (laughs) He's the one for me. I'm going to work hard. I'm going to make sure that I get him. okay I didn't mean it like that that sounded very psycho (laughs) I'm gonna work hard I'm gonna make sure that I can see him (laughs) that's what I meant Ooh, he's probably listening right now he's like "Ooh, she a psycho she a psycho bitch (laughs) 
So, my message to you, just to wrap this podcast up, is just be you. Just be you. Don't worry about everybody out there that's happy and getting married and having kids. You be happy for them. Because love is just an amazing thing to have. And you will have it. You will have it. It's not the right time for you yet. You will have it. Don't go out searching for it. Because you're only going to find the one. You're only going to find the one that breaks your heart. Sorry for such a short podcast today, guys. I was pretty tired today. But I mustered up enough strength to do this for (laughs) y'all. Uh, Friday, 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 we're going to talk about suicide. This might be a touchy subject for some of you, but I want to talk about, um, my experiences with that because I have had moments where I don't want to be on this world anymore. So I hope that we can get some listeners in on that. Because I feel like that is a very important topic to speak on. But guys, thank you so much for coming in, listening to me, rant about my relationships, (laughs) and rant about the love that I'm in right now. (laughs) I'll see you all on Friday. Catch you later.